0: First episode of Said Your Nan, a podcast where we sit and dissect all things men's mental health. My name's Stuart
1: and I am James. We're just two guys who got together to raise awareness on men's mental health.
0: During these episodes, we will talk about important issues facing men and their mental health. We are by no means professionals, and the opinions in this podcast are our own, but please feel free to join in the conversation.
1: Each episode, see us discuss different topics to help everyone better understand some of the ways that men deal or don't with their mental health.
0: Overall, our aim is to get people talking. So I guess the first thing we want to speak about is why On The Mend? So, you know, tell us James, you know, what, what is On The Mend and why do we do it?
1: So, when we got our heads together, what, 18 months ago now? It's gotta be. At least, that. yeah. We realised there was a real gap that uh, men don't get the support they need. You know, there, there's a lot of focus around supporting other um, genders and uh different diversities. I was probably completely wrong, diversities, but um and there was a big gap and men aren't getting the support they need. You know, you and I have both had examples in our lives where uh, you know, we've been left to deal with some pretty horrendous shit and uh there wasn't the help there. Um So we got our heads together and decided to uh to come up with something something that could uh could help people and uh Take that forward, and what a fucking eighteen months it's been. Excuse my French. Um, all I would say is, you can't get a charity number without a bank account, and you can't get a bank account without a charity number. So that's uh, it's it's been an insightful process. It's been a journey.
0: Put yeah. it that way. The
1: journey, fucking journey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess the well, like you say, the, from our point of view, you know, we we you know, all of this has been bought. Up from our past and the things yep. we've dealt with, and it's not just personal life. We've all got personal demons and things that have happened in our lives, and we've both got personal, uh, you know, things that have driven us towards wanting to do something like this. But you know, in, in management roles in business, you know, talking to people and you know, ha- working in IT, predominantly yep. male environment, mm. we see a, a huge downturn in support for men yep. in 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 the working environment. Um, and and it just you know it shocked us so
1: overturn of staff due to mental health issues. Yeah, um, you know we've both managed teams of people that we've had members of staff that have had severe mental health issues. Um, so yeah, our, our charter is to to get out there and create a safe space for men to come and talk their men talk about their mental health issues and provide them the support they need to get through what they're going through. Um. And I guess then we kind of come to this. So, um, absolutely named Janan and we'll come on to that in a minute, as why it's uh, why it's named Um But we thought it would be a great idea to get together, put a podcast together to talk about some of the stuff that isn't getting spoken about, but in a light-hearted way. Well,
0: James and I naturally chat shit to each other constantly on a <laughs> daily basis. And I think, you know, we've had some really good and really interesting conversations. And a lot of them have been... Very much off the cuff, yeah. I think, and m- most of those conversations have either made us laugh uh, or made us massively depressed, yeah. Because you know, there's some of it you just have to laugh at, and some of it you, you just can't because it's it, it, it just makes you feel really sad, you know. And um, I think talking very openly but also very lightheartedly makes a conversation like this a little bit better because you know, we're just two normal guys you know as far as you can pin the definition of normal down to people but (laughs) but well yeah but we're just two normal guys that have got a real passion for people you know understanding men's mental health and I think the one thing I keep on banging on about and I've been banging on about it since we started doing this was this isn't a men only forum this is a platform to discuss men's mental health it doesn't matter if you're a Man, a woman, a cat, a dog—what? No one really cares. As long as you're interested and want to know what the outcome is and and how to deal with mental health in, for men, that's what we really wanted to to, to get a point uh, yep. get, get across to people. You know, you know, everyone's got a father or a brother, a son or a friend that's a man, and you know if you're a, a female and we all know and it's not a mm-hmm. bad thing to say men and women deal with mental health massively different different ways Absolutely. and and, yeah. and you know it's not a sexist comment it's a fact we are very different species and women are uh, on the whole and it's not every woman it's just not it's not every man but on the whole every woman will generally be more emotional and more forward in talking about their emotions with their friends and their family men no, we're not so much. We, we generally tend to hide behind this wonderful facade of the man-up phrase. Yep. Um, and it didn't take long for that to get into this conversation. It was always going to happen. Hmm. Um, and And we want to help people that aren't men understand how men deal with mental health. And in terms of it being negative or in a negative light, it is that people naturally tend to gravitate towards talking about men's mental health well, actually, mental health, let's just you know, like we'll generalise it more in terms of mental health in a negative form. It's a bad word. It's not the right thing to be talking about. It's got a lot of negative connotations. But actually, you can discuss mental health in a positive way. And I think that is an aim here, is to try and get people listening to this, ideally. Really want to look at it in a positive way. You know, how do I create positive mental health? How do I create a better day for me? If I'm having a bad day, if I'm feeling bad, what do I do to make it better?
1: I totally agree and I I think you know looking at that there is a very fine line between mental health and mental illness and you know the health is looking at how you can improve your overall well-being both physical and mental Um, illness is a different thing And, and sometimes you know as a prime example people will say that they suffer from anxiety really good example. Actually you might not suffer from anxiety, but because there's a label that's been applied to you, you might be anxious about situations you're in. You might be depressed about the situation. I mean, doesn't mean you've got depression. Doesn't mean you need to go and seek medication for that depression. Now you should always refer to a medical professional. I'd like to point out we are not medical professionals. We're just two blokes having a chat. But the the principle is there.
0: We probably need a really good disclaimer for this, don't we, to tell people that please don't listen to us in any kind of instructional way yeah (laughs) probably just you know like we said before we are two guys having a chat um yeah make a mental note to each other right disclaimer put at the beginning of this you might well in fact you may well have heard it already because this is the point when we decided that a decent disclaimer was needed
1: absolutely
0: um and this is going to be very off the cuff right so look we don't know what we're doing you know we are just two guys decided to create a podcast and put it out there to everybody and you know it might have you know Snippets and cuts here and there, and it might have some bad you language. Know, yeah, like some bad language. Might have some bad quality or anything you know, But you know, you know, this is this is us. You know, this is where we're coming from. We don't. This isn't polished, right? Because no. no conversation when you're sat with your mates is polished. It's all stuff that comes off the top of your head. And you know, you know, our phones might ring and our doorbell might go, and there might be a takeaway turn up whilst we're chatting or or, or whatever. You know, or.
1: But, I mean might need to go and drop the kids
0: at the pool Exactly. exactly yeah. So you, you'll be left with one of us at one point and we'll be just sitting there randomly talking about stuff we've got no clue about yeah. um, but, but you know we, the idea of this is kind of I suppose the, for want of a better word a fireside chat I might have to find some sort God of I way. hate that phrase I, might have to, I yeah, hate that phrase but I might have to find a, a crackling log fire to yeah. go in the background for when we're sat here chatting um, you know this is done in a living room you know or it might be done over two living rooms depending on where we are but um, you know, we, we just want people to start talking. That's that's the yeah, important thing to start talking. Yeah. And and actually, you know, moving forward, the more people that follow, subscribe, and get involved, get involved. You know, call up, get 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 on on board, and, and talk with us if you want to discuss something you think is interesting, or something you just want to talk about. You know, it can be anonymous; it doesn't have to be anonymous, but it can be anonymous. And we'll just discuss with you. And mm-hmm. and I think the most important thing is, is is and James just said it is to get people talking. Yep. Yeah. You know, you know, it is not a dirty word or a dirty word sentence to say men's mental health, Mm. you know. And it's not taking away from the fact that everyone, every gender has mental health. Yeah. I think it's just that we have noticed that the support from a men's point of view, which admittedly in the last 18 months has got better. agree. Yeah. It has got better and it has started to... So the word has started to spread a little bit and there are some incredible facts that we will tell you about on this mm. we will talk about them because a lot of people do not understand how many men commit suicide how many men are sleeping rough they don't understand any of this or even just general jobs that men work yeah and we've got some fantastic references from some great and intelligent people but those views belong to those people we yep. are just we're just passing them on to you as good citizens and and you know you can do what you want with them, but there is some great stuff for discussion.
1: So let's uh let's let's talk about uh said your nan. Do you want to explain where that came from? <laughs> well, so I don't know if anyone's watched The Office or or
0: or anything where you get that statement of that's what she said, or the smirking um response to someone that's given a really cracking innuendo. Well for whatever reason, probably maybe four or five years ago now, I don't know, it's longer than that. James and I were talking and and we started saying, said your mum, I think it was originally, wasn't it? And then for some unknown reason, whenever there
1: was an innuendo
0: of some kind, we just said said your nan.
1: Um, Which is ironic, as both our nans have passed away. Yeah, and then, yeah, you know,
0: it's not not really a, it doesn't really mean anything specifically, personally to us, it's just, it just has a very real meaning to our humour, which is broken, <clears throat> dark, you know, you name it, we, we you know, we will talk about anything and, and laugh about anything. Um, but said Janan came about because it was apt, because it was us. Yeah. That was the one thing that was us. But also we all know that our Nans used to say pretty inappropriate things back in the day, especially so, from our generation. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think those, the, the, the things that don't get said because the older generation used to hold back on it or the older generation used to go man up or used yeah. to go, you know, oh, you're supposed to support this family, stop your crying or stop your moaning. Um, said your seem to fit quite nicely. So, um, yeah, so that's what it will be. So,
1: And I think uh, as a, a generation growing up, they grew up with that, you know, seaside postcard humour, mm. you know, reference to <coughs> carry-on films and things like that. It was, a, it was a very different uh, world. I've got mm. nothing against the society we live in today. Well, maybe a few things I could comment on at some point in time, but um, it was a very different world back then and the, the comedy that went with that was a very different world.
0: Yeah, and, and look, we're not we're not here in any way to offend people. No, no, not and, at all. Like and you know, what we believe in and what we like and what we enjoy are just that. We don't expect people to follow along nope. our thoughts and feelings and you can follow us or you can unsubscribe us. It's it's yep. totally up to you. It's you know, we are from a generation that watched Carry on films and laughter, you know quite amusing sexual innuendos and mm. so on and forth, so on and so forth, and you know nowadays you look at it and you go yes, yeah, a little inappropriate but and it doesn't make it right in Absolutely. terms of like if you know how people see humor nowadays, but but that was our humor and how we were brought up um and like i said we're pretty we've got a pretty dark sense of humor, but you know we we don't leave anybody out, <laughs> you know so no, no, no. you no. know it's it's you know I think conversations that James and I have had in the past is. We absolutely encourage people to be themselves. We encourage people to 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 express themselves how they want to. It doesn't affect us. No. You know, and it doesn't... You know, I'm not going to sit there and say somebody can't do something and James isn't going to sit there and say you can't do something because you are who you are. But we will joke about stuff. Yeah. And it, it will either be funny to you or it won't. And, you know, we can we can apologise for it, but, you know...
1: that's who we are yeah absolutely and and, and we always said you know doing this podcast we would go into it completely eyes open we would talk like it was us talking down the pub or you know in a cafe somewhere having a chat you know no holds barred we just sit here and chat
0: although thankfully it's not live so we can cut out the bits that we think we probably shouldn't have said that yeah um and then just laugh about it later yeah ourselves so um yeah but you know we want people to get involved so you know we'll 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 get a telephone number and an email address on at the end Um, and you can either give us a call or drop us an email, send us uh, an Instagram chat, you know, and and that's another thing. So we'll have our Instagram and we will talk about stuff on these uh, podcasts and we will post a lot of the content that we can find (laughs) that we might talk about on here um, that we've had during the week. Um, there are some cracking conversations we have about the things that go on in our lives. Uh, James and I recently uh, used to work together, or we've worked together for maybe 9, 20 years yeah. in total, but recently we've, we've stopped working together on the same company, and, and we now work
1: apart. So now Just to quantify, we worked together at the same company, then we stopped working together at the same company, and then we started working together at the same company. A different company. Different company. Yeah, yeah.
0: and then I, I jumped ship because I'm apparently very impatient. Um, but a lot a lot of what we used to speak about together doesn't come from our work life no it comes from stuff we see on social media or things we talk about generally or something that's happened to either of us in the day yeah. work related or not and 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 we have some incredible debates mm. you know and actually you know I mean I suppose we can talk about it but it, uh, the previous job that I worked out with James we took these forums to a diversity and inclusion network within the business to discuss this with people within a what two and a half thousand employee base. You know, with from five people joining a session to 250 people joining a session to standing in front of a group of leaders of a business and explaining to them what men's mental health is and, Mm -hmm. and how we can make things better in the organization. And hopefully in the new role that I'm in now, I'll be doing the same with the same platform. Somewhere else to a further five six hundred people, so you know, we just want to spread the word and talk about cool stuff mm. and probably stuff that's got nothing to do with men's mental health <laughs> <laughs> that might, that might make creep you in what, there. Yeah, yeah wonder what, what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, so I think that's kind of where we are. That is us, so we've. Obviously, we spent a lot of time researching this before we went anywhere. The first thing that we did was literally go, let's scour the internet to try and find the stats because, you know, this was all very um, uh, methodical at the very beginning, mm, wasn't it? it was you know, we, we need to make sure we've got bars and graphs and we can show everybody stuff. But actually, it's turned out that the stats really are circumstantial in yeah. terms of they're hard reading, but actually it doesn't change the fact that the goal is to get people talking about it. But if you think... You know, I mean, overall, you know, men report lower levels of satisfaction than women generally. And there was a government survey that, you know, was spat out for this, you know, and I think that was the the overall um, outcome of it. Um, you know, and, and that men are less likely to access psychological therapies than women, you know, and I think there was a stat around that, wasn't there, James? Was, yeah,
1: was, yeah, 36% of referrals uh, to NHS talking therapies were for men. It's incredibly low number it really is it really is you know not that
0: we're saying it has to be 50 50 um but you know we would like to see that you know men know it's okay to go see a a therapist or or take up some sort of psychological therapy that they can without thinking that it's going to make them less of a man which is let's be honest that's what society has been bounding into the heads of men for decades is that, you know, is society saying, you need to suck it up. And was we it? well, I don't know if it was you who said it, I think you mentioned suck it up princess was the word, you know, and, yeah. and again, even that in its sense is a, is the wrong thing to say. It is, but absolutely. It's, it's another comment that gets said by people. And it's, you know, it's, it's it's absolutely, it's demeaning, but it also makes men not want to talk about stuff.
1: I'm also not convinced that um, men are asked if they need the help. And, you know, we've we've spoken in previous talks about my my situation and what I've been through um and you know I'll talk about it at a later date I'm sure on a, on a separate episode but I had quite a traumatic time in my family um and all of the focus that was given in terms of NHS support and therapies was all directed at my wife um, at no point did anybody ask me if I was okay or if I needed to talk to somebody so well, I think whilst the number is 36% of referrals I don't think that's necessarily a true picture of men actually going and asking for help or you know the other side of it the GP's actually asking men if they need help
0: yeah and i think the asking bit is kind of the key thing yeah. isn't it really because if you are if you've been drilled into you from an early age that you are the breadwinner you must do this you must do that you've got to be a strong providing man and then you're not going to ask yourself you're no. not going to go can i get some help please um as where if a, a gp comes to you or you know and says to you yeah, you know, do are you okay you know because mm. we've got and, and not just saying are you okay and accepting yes i'm fine and then walking off is are you okay because we can do this for you yeah you know we make a difference and you think all of these all of these things lead to probably one of the biggest statistics of all which is this, you know around suicides you know and i think the last set stats that we got um were in 2019 probably just before covid There were 5,691 suicides registered in England and Wales. And the the sucky part of that is that three quarters were among men. And this has been the case since sometime in the mid-90s. So it's not changed. No. You know, the number can get higher or lower in terms of overall suicides, but the quantity of men
1: stays the same. And and the shocking one for you and me because we both fall into this demographic. Men aged forty to fifty have the highest suicide rates in the UK. Yeah, and you know we can both look at it and go, do you know what? I get that. <laughs> yeah, we've had conversations about it. We've had conversations on a really really crap day, you know, and and been on the edge. There's no there's no two ways about it. Yeah. Um. You know, and we've had conversations about how you would do it, where you would do it. You know. Um, but again the important thing is we're talking about it we're okay because we've got each other to talk to
0: and that helps right. right you think about the conversations we've had and I would say on a number of occasions those conversations have changed my mind mm. and I'm not I, I mean I'm not saying I, at any point that I was going to go and do anything but you get to a point I think where you you think well, what's the point anymore what yeah. am I doing? You know, it would just be so easy or it would, you know, no one really cares. So what's the no. matter? And then you and I'll have a conversation and bear it in mind, right, that we can both be in quite negative places. And this is the important thing is that doesn't mean that the that that other person's going to bring the other person down. No. Quite the opposite, in fact, what it would do for you and I is actually probably bring either of us back up or both of us back up from those conversations because we could relate to how we felt
1: you can give me a different perspective on things and I can give you a different perspective that's that's the important part and you know what people
0: say it's not there shouldn't be any you know hard conversations you should just sit and have a chat and there have been times haven't there where I've said to you don't be a dickhead
1: yeah you yeah, know because
0: yeah. because actually sometimes when you feel how you feel and it justifiably so you need someone to give you a slap a virtual yeah, slap yeah. around the- Yep. The, you know the top of your bald head. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but but it, it's, you know, it, 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 we know each other. Yeah, yeah. So we yep. know we can get. So know your audience. But um, but yeah, I think I think it, it brings us back to this whole conversation where we're saying
1: talk, just talk. The 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 scary bit for me, and I, I fall foul of this, is you know there, there's a stat out there that says men are three, nearly three times more likely to become t- dependent on alcohol, and three times as likely to report frequent drug use. Now, I'm not from a drug use point of view, but absolutely from an alcohol point of view. I do drink a lot. Um, and there's been times, again, you've given me that slap around the face to, to pull me back from doing that. Because I'm not a drinker, right? No, That's no, the thing. Yeah.
0: See, so I don't, I don't... But when was the last time you saw me have an alcoholic drink? It was in that strip club. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the ones that we don't... Give yeah, we, names for yeah we don't talk about those yeah um but you're right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is i mean what it's once in a blue moon i yeah. have alcohol but it's
1: three times in a blue moon that you do and it's well, it's more often i don't than i do yeah uh, sorry you do more than often you I do than i don't yeah, yeah. so
0: uh, and and that that worries me mm. it does you know because in my family i mean i had a uh, one of my grandparents was an alcoholic yeah um and, you know, you kind of see the direction that goes. And I think and we'll probably talk about that more as well, because these are the things that happen in our lives that yeah. that shape these kind of conversations. Um So obviously, naturally, I will worry about James and alcohol mm. and, and, and it becomes a proper conversation. Then you read the stat that nearly three times as likely as women to become more dependent on alcohol. And you think, mm, well, actually... When you look at movies or you see television shows you always see the high flying executive guy go at the bottom drawer of his cabinet yeah. pull out a bottle of whiskey and pour a bottle of you know pour, pour a glass and sit there and do whatever he does um Steady. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> said you
1: know <laughs> yeah you know
0: um but um but it's true yeah. you know and 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 again it's it you don't you don't often see that being portrayed by a woman in these shows no you know, and it does happen, but it doesn't happen as often. And I think that's because men also probably are more open, openly viewed to be drinking heavily. Mm. You know, so, yeah, it's not good. It isn't good. Um, God, there's a lot of stats on there, there? There really is. There really <laughs> is a lot of
1: stats, yeah. Uh, three out of four adults who go missing are men.
0: Yeah, and that goes back down to the homeless as well, doesn't yeah. it? I think there was a... Um, stat around more men being
1: homeless. Eighty-seven percent of homeless rough sleepers are men. I mean, that's astounding. Yeah, really is an astounding number. That
0: yeah, it's a big number. It is a big number. Yeah, you know, and and again, that probably feeds into things like you know men being more likely to be victims of violent crime. You know, one point five times more likely than women. Yeah. Now, now, obviously, there's a huge Conversation around domestic violence. So we all know that domestic violence, domestic violence, is predominantly stronger around women. We know that that's a big thing. You know, women yeah. women um, do suffer. Yeah, are victims of thank you. Are victims of domestic violence more so than men? That we know of as well, because yeah. again, how much does a man speak up? Um, but in terms of victims of violent crime, and I would I would probably suggest that doesn't include domestic violence mm-hmm. but we probably need to look a bit more into that um, it's a it's a big stat again it's another one it's another one that people don't necessarily expect but you think about it when you go to a pub or you go to a bar who's likely to be brawling outside a couple of blokes who have been dependent on alcohol depending on which part of the country you go to I might
1: add <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's actually true know. yeah, yeah. Um,
0: let's be careful not to make any statements about specific parts of country on this we might, yeah, no, we no, might, no. Lose, we might lose a lot of followers doing that I'm not mentioning names no or, or, or accent. We don't even do an accent. Cause no, of that no, one, yeah, cause no. That definitely. Um, that's all it looks
1: like. I think the last one for me to call out is this, uh, you know, uh, that mental health not only affects men, it has direct impact on the family and friends around them. And I think that's a big one. You know, I, I'm well aware of how I, how I act when I'm around my family if I've had a really shit day and all I want to do is climb into a bottle of wine, chuck a big... Fatty pizza in the oven. I just want to be by myself. I do not want to be sitting there watching Emmerdale and EastEnders and all the other crap with (laughs) you know everybody screaming and shouting around me, and that just makes me more agitated. Um, Which then has a direct impact on how my family see me.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, is when you talk, when you look at the standard stuff that people actually what happens at home generally, especially Mm. if you've got kids and a wife and pets and you know and a, a piles of work sitting there ready for you to do and you sit there and you go you've got you know your partner chatting to you yeah about their day which is great you know because they're chatting to you about their day but your brain's still ticking over about your day and you've got the kids you know teenagers for you I guess so you've got the teenagers oh know, teenagers
1: yeah. no I don't see them you know but no no I just get the smell wafting out from under the edge the course, really <laughs> it's bad you enough know. is it not yeah yeah um, it's the four year old that keeps me entertained
0: yeah but it keeps you entertained right you know so you've got a really good relationship with your daughter yeah yeah right yeah. okay and you've got a good relationship with your boys but at yeah. the same time as well is like they're great when they're quiet
1: but what happens when they're not oh when they want something you know, dad's the taxi driver, dad's the cash machine. It's Exactly uh, that,
0: right? So then you end up, you know, you end up driving people around. You end up um, sorting out the decorations at home. You end up doing everything oh, yourself, yeah. you know. And it's the same for me. I, like, I live alone, you know, and my partner lives in a different part of the country. Um, and, you know, that's tough, mm. you know. And I've got my daughter lives 30-odd um, minutes away or so from me. And I've got a partner lives 215 miles away from me. Um so there's never a moment a lot of the time in our lives where we just stop nope. and take five minutes to just go I'm going to pop a film on or I'm going to get a game console out and play a game or something like that you just don't do it because you're
1: just knackered I, um, I bought myself a new game on Friday um, Evil West is called I thought it looks like a bit of a run and gun jobby my kind of game but that will still be sitting on the shelf in six months' time, still with the wrapper on it. Well, we've
0: had that conversation before with you, and I've said to you, yeah. What was that game like? And you've gone, Then I haven't played it yet. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, uh, OK, fair yeah. enough. As well, I am. I'm, I'm impatient. I was born impatient. So, I'm, for anyone that knows me, I'm hugely patient when it comes to dealing with people. So, people can sit and talk to me. My, my daughter, specifically, she can be in any kind of mood she likes, but I will sit and I'll listen. I'll be very patient. But if I buy something new, or if I do something that that, or if there's something I want to do, I struggle to just put it down. New mobile phone, me. Before it's even, I'm in the car still, the phone's in the car with me and I'm unwrapping it before I'm out of the, you know, driving off. You, you get a nice new phone, it's two days later, I'm like, oh, it's still sitting in the box.
1: Yeah. And I'm yeah.
0: like, I don't, no, I couldn't do that.
1: No, you'll, you'll even go out and spend more money if you can have it today versus Absolutely. wait until tomorrow. Yeah, or right? I'll drive. Yeah, I'll
0: drive. Yeah. I got a mobile phone the other week uh, for work and I literally drove. 2 hours round trip to go and pick up this phone which I thought was about a phone granted um so it's a bit of a waste of a trip but um, but I did I'll do it that's that's just me as well I know you you'd probably wait you know so.
1: circumstance would dictate I have to wait and that exactly wait. yeah 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 exactly so but yeah. it's interesting so I've been mean, talking about that let's <coughs> let's look at let's spend 5 minutes just looking at some of the pressures that contribute to poor mental health And I think, you know, when we spoke about this originally, we put it into two camps. So we put it into your your work-based pressures and your home-based pressures. And some of them are interlinked because you'll have similar, for example, home, we put relationships in that bucket. But actually, you have relationships with your colleagues at work and everybody's got that shit manager they work for or that colleague that's a, a right bastard, right? You know.
0: I mean, I was going to just say anyone in particular, but, you know, they might listen to this.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, no, actually, to be
0: fair, I mean, having worked for the same company, that's not actually so much of a problem, is it? We all have different, difficult people in yeah. the places that we work with. But, you know, it's, um, I'd say we've probably been in organisations where we really have had people that you just sit there and think, how have you got a job? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, you just, you know, oh, am sure, people look at us and say that, I don't know. But, you know, it's, yeah, but your relationship's at work. And your relationships at home yeah they are quite different oh uh, yeah I agree. you know so I agree. so that it's right to have them separated agree I think I think we did we were right in saying that relationships fit in both lines yeah and again with physical health I think as well we put we put that in home and that probably would fit within work as well you know especially if you're traveling
1: well massively you or know? you know like you and I where we spend a whole day sitting in front of our computer screen at home not moving an inch you've eaten half a packet of Digestives by 10 o'clock in the morning, and then you're not going out and, and walking for an hour at lunchtime to burn that off. No, no, I mean, you
0: know, I love food, that's the problem. Yep. So I'm sat at home and I'm like, where's a bag of Skittles, you know? And so I was- the man with in. a
1: tub of heroes right next to him.
0: Next time we're doing this separately. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a, and, a, and a, an entire- what, What's worse is he hasn't even offered me one. <laughs> when do
0: I need to offer? Well, you know, you're like, no, you just take what you want. Yeah, yeah, it's, a it's the treaslets though,
1: yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. um, workload, I mean, it's an interesting one, isn't it? And I, we've had conversations in the past where I've said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to give up the job. I'm going to go and work at a, a fast food restaurant, right? Because that's so much easier. Yet, my son works at a fast food restaurant and to him, his workload is so stressful and he's under the cosh all the time when he's working in the kitchen there. So I think, the pressures of workload are equally as bad no matter what job you do. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter yeah. what
0: level you're at. Yeah. You've got your own level of pressure. And actually, age and um, pressure is going to be different mm. as well. When you look at it so All right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am older than you. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, no, if you think about it, right? So your, your lad starts his first job or any teenager starts their first job at 16, right? So they don't really know what they've got ahead of no. them. Can okay, you look at somebody that's in their thirties, four twenties, thirties, forties? They've they've gone through this crap for mm. the last you know two three decades, and those pressures have become either worse because they've moved up in their respective roles or changed their careers and or not, or they've got better because you know how to deal with them. Yes. Excuse me, you know how to deal with them a little bit better, and I think. You know, when you're 16 and you're starting a job in McDonald's or KFC or Burger King, or whatever, and you're Or in those, any other
1: fast food brand that's yeah, out there, just yeah, to, yeah, that's it, yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the whole point of mentioning their names is to get free food for the next. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it. yeah. Um, no, is 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 that pressure in the kitchen to them is phenomenal, right? Yeah. Okay, but <clears> if you and I were to go and work in that environment, knowing half the pressures that we've got now, whilst the pressure would be there because you've still got the same things to do, mm. we'd probably have. Ways of managing that pressure, to make that easier for yeah, us. Yeah, agree. As well as having a wealth of knowledge to then sit there and go, that could be done better, maybe, or you could yeah. do that, you know. And that, that but that just comes with age and and learning. But then you go to positions where you're earning in excess of sixty thousand pounds a year, seventy thousand, eighty thousand pounds a year, and Im- immediately those jobs come with expected pressure Mm. you will work past 5.30 you know not you finish shift at 7 and off you go home you will work past 5.30 you might pick the phone up at 2 o'clock in the morning you might have to travel somewhere specifically at short notice and those pressures become massively different
1: I I agree and and I find you know I I don't like to keep pointing the finger back at the pandemic and back at COVID, but that's got a lot to answer for when it comes to working hours and work-life balance for people. You know, you and I have been home-based workers for probably near on twenty years, yep. and it has dramatically changed in the last two and a half years. Mm. Through, you know, your, your job being an, an eight-to-six day in a in a, an executive role to it warping massively because you spend all of your time sitting on conference calls during the day, because that's what we do now, and then having to play catch up in the evenings on your emails and bits and pieces you haven't done, which then has a direct impact on your relationship and your family life. And it's no longer nine to five, like you say. It's like what you would
0: normally do in a pre-COVID environment, is you would get up in the morning, get yourself ready for work, get on the train at Mm. seven o'clock in the morning, seven thirty in the morning, do your hours journey into London, you get to the office at nine o'clock, you start at nine o'clock. But now you're up at 7 o'clock and your phone's on or your laptop's on and you're already working at kind of mm. half 7, 8 o'clock in the morning because you want to get ahead of it. Yep. And that's the thing is is COVID has kind of created this... I say expectation, it's not because I know for a fact that where we both worked, there was no expectation to no, work. No, no, no. Before 9 o'clock, right? There was, your hours are 9 till 5.30, that's it. But as a, as a professional that wants to do a good job that has got a workload to start at 7.30 in the morning and get an hour and a half out of the way before nine o'clock would be better than sitting on a train, trying to work, if you could, or not doing anything at all. So you look at it from that perspective, most businesses are getting a good hour either side of the day more out of their employees from working from home. The big issue is, I say the big issue, I suppose we spoke about it before, but the big issue is, is some of us can deal with it mm. because we've been doing it for a lot yeah. of time. Some people that have never experienced it until after COVID just don't like it. No. Yeah, no. they just don't like it. And post-COVID back to work now is flexible, right? Yeah. So people are torn between... Do I go into the office or do I stay at home? And obviously if you've saved, how much money would you have saved by oh, yeah. staying at home? Yeah. Right? So now people are living to their means again yeah. and things are going up in price.
1: Got the financial worries of having to cough to go into to work. Cough's a bad example. I was gonna say, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> cough up. Uh, yeah. 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 No. Um But the other side of that is the isolation side of working from home and not being able to have those coffee conversations that you would have had or the, the water cooler chats, you know, to sound a bit American there. You know, this is people that are relying on those conference calls and those video chats to engage with people on a daily basis. Those <laughs> so single people yeah. that are at home all day by themselves, who else are they gonna to talk to?
0: Well, you look at it, so I spend, I spend 50% of my time working at home alone. So there's no one else in the room with me, mm-hmm. it's an empty house, just me, my laptop, my home office, working. Laptop in front of me, camera on every time we're having a conversation it is it is a a very isolated place to be i'm quite lucky i quite like that i'm, I'm not
1: surprised i can see the box of kleenex besides <laughs> yeah
0: exactly yeah um those photos aren't stuck to the word command strips um <laughs> no <it's, laughs> it, it really is a I don't know, it's just a chalk and cheese moment, isn't mm. it? Some people just can't do that. Yeah. You know, but we've been working long enough to be able to manage it, I think, in a way where I mean we meet for coffee.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's how that's during our working days. But yeah. we take our work with us because we can. Yeah. But if you're working in an office which requires you to be sat at a table, or if you're not working in an office, right, and you're working from home doing help desk mm. stuff, and you can't leave the desk because you need to be available. You can't break that up. No, no. And no. that is sat in a house mm. on your own with a headset on yeah. for seven and a half eight hours, with who world. to talk to? Yeah, totally you know agree. your cat. But then, to be honest with you, most cats have provided a much much better conversation than some people.
1: Yeah, this is very true. <laughs> this is very true, um, and it's you know a, a subject we'll probably delve into at some point. You know, we have, as you know, we have those mental health days that we take, um, so we we opt or choose to. Uh, use some of our holiday days that we get every year and we'll, you know, monthly, bi-monthly go and do an epic walk for a day, <coughs> 25, 30 miles in a day, which is an absolute killer on your body, but my God, the mental clarity you feel after a day like that is just fantastic and it really does help reset.
0: Yeah, and it's quite important to know, I think, as well, is that actually the more that you do it, yeah, the, the better it does get. And that is the that is the absolute honest truth. So the first time we did it, I couldn't walk for two days. I mean my feet had grown three sizes bigger and I was absolutely struggling mm. to walk and it was a nightmare. And getting up in the morning getting up in the morning after working for was it? Twenty nine miles the yeah. first Twenty nine miles. We walked from uh Folkestone. We walked from Folkestone, we walked right round to Lyd. I think we ended up at, didn't we?
1: Right. Uh yeah, it wasn't yeah, the We yeah. ended up at yeah. Lyd.
0: And I think it was the last twenty minutes, thirty minutes of that. I was on the floor. You spent most of it on the floor. With your legs in here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> was like you were um, auditioning for Pornhub.
0: Exactly, and and and, and it <laughs> hurt the same as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, but it was it was it was painful. There's a lot of money in tow is yeah, I hear. Absolutely, and we um we made it. We did, but we we got we got to the pub, and that was kind of like we both looked like we'd shit ourselves when we were walking yep. out to get the bus back to the train station. It was not. It wasn't pretty. But the next time we did it, yeah. which was... And where did we go next? What was the next one?
1: We did uh, the... Margate, Margate to Favisham. To Favisham. Yeah, yeah, we did
0: Margate to Favisham. And actually, the majority of that, I think you suffered at the end of that the one. The very end of But we yeah. were basically walking over what could only be considered as the most uneven ground on planet Earth. Yeah, and
1: when we say said your nan, <coughs> I mean, my ankles are about the same age as my Nan, I think, <laughs> in, in
0: reality. Yeah. And... Um, but for me personally, that I I was fine with that. Yeah. The only thing I got from that was an extremely painful sunburn because that was a hot day. It was and there was no hat, no sun cream, stupid human being. Mm. Um, and then the third one that we did, which was a little tougher, um, was from Margate down to well, it was supposed to be down to Dover, but we got as far as Deal, I think. Yeah. Um, and we were fi- we were feeling it a little bit then. I think that was a a, a different kind of reason for feeling mm. a little bit poor that had massively
1: done my ankle in the night before.
0: absolutely yeah. yeah but um but but each time it started to get better it does it was, yeah, it, yeah. It was less like the next morning even after that tough mm. one down to deal i was up and out of bed without any real aching and i didn't have any blisters yeah and that was a first um so so physically di- we've we digressed but it doesn't matter physically i think is what we were saying is yeah it, it you know you can kind of go I'm in a bit of pain, but mentally, yeah. you know, fantastic. Yeah, because you've yeah, got three guys walking the, the coastal routes of the southeast of England, yeah. chatting utter bollocks yeah. for 10 hours or <laughs> well, however long we're walking. What a great thing! Absolutely,
1: you some, know, some great sights, some great photos taken as well. Yeah, and the uh, promise of a beer at the very end. Yeah, and do you know what? The, the beer at the end of
0: a long walk is one of the best
1: zero alcohol beer, just to. To <laughs> so throw that one out there yeah absolutely but but physical health is a big one you know you and i know we we had a stab at going to the gym on a regular basis and that's probably fallen a bit by the wayside in the last couple of months yeah but again circumstance dictates that but going and physically exercising a couple of times a week makes a big difference to your, your overall mental health yeah i mean i
0: was i was nearly a stone heavier back mm. in january this year um and then up until recently, I'd maintained that stone heavier. Now I've put on a few extra pounds, and I'm a little bit disappointed in mm. myself. And it has brought me down a little bit. Um, and actually, it just brings me... To, well, in the middle of a, a podcast, it does bring me to the point of we should probably start up again in January. Yeah, we really should. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's Be just, one of those people. But it's Christmas, right? It, it's <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Well, no, it's... You know, that's unfair on us. So I think we've, we've been going to the gym regularly every single month up until recently. Yeah, yeah.
1: For probably nearly a year.
0: Yeah. Mm. We've done... We've done I think, you know, a lot of people would say that's happened. But, you know, for us, it's it's good because it was more than we were. Mm. Um, So we haven't taken a small break, again, Uh due to circumstance. We've got stuff that needs doing. We've been busy. And we've been very busy. Um, But come January, I mean, we'll probably kick that back into gear again. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we'll lose a bit. But it does have an effect. I've put on, you know, probably another £4, maybe £5. And to me, that just makes me think, that's a real sad moment mm. because I lost weight. You know, I did a good thing and now I'm undoing it. So, and yeah. Christmas. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to get any lighter. Nope, me either. You know. Me either. But I think the interesting point for me on this, and this is through me years of abusing my, my body down the gym. Easy. Yeah, well. That's um, I got kicked out. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> but I made some fucking good money. Um, is... If you're looking at starting that journey, he says as he's eating another sweet, I, um, sweet, looking at starting that journey, find somebody to go with. Because going on your own is the hardest thing in the world and it's so easy to do it a couple of times and then go, I'm not doing that again. Or you'll find an excuse why you don't want to go again. Having somebody to go and drive you on is really important. Um, the other side of that is it's it only takes one of you to go, oh, I can't make it tonight, and the other one's like, Thank God for that. Which man, which you know. happened. It right? does happen. Absolutely. Which happened and that's yeah. why we
0: are where we are, because we've been busy. Yep. And we're tired. Yep. And rather than going, fuck it, let's do it, we've gone Fuck it, we'll meet down the bar, we'll, down the we'll road, down instead. The yeah. Yeah. We've
1: even got to the point where we've stood outside the gym ready to put our pin numbers in and gone, <laughs> down the pub? Yeah, down the pub.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely accurate.
1: Yeah. But yeah waffle over no thank you everybody thanks for listening really appreciate it um if you've got any suggestions or any comments uh feel free to hit us up at saidyournan at onthemen.org.uk or any suggestions on topics for future shows as well
0: yeah and you know what again if you want to be on the show drop us a line we'll get you on the show um we'll get you chatting get you involved if you've got any experiences you want to talk about things that help helped you or you know helped others come on talk to us about it or just let us know about it and we'll talk about it on the show um this isn't mine and james's show this is everybody's show so the whole aim is to get out to everyone with different problems different issues yeah
1: and the last thing you want is us just waffling on for hours on end and every so so it'd be really good for some participation
0: yeah we hear our own voices and during the day indeed
1: now anyway thanks for joining
0: have a lovely lovely rest of your week and we'll speak to you again on the next episode see you on the next one
1: Thank you for listening today. We would really love to hear from you with comments and suggestions or if you'd like to join us on a future podcast. Please
0: email us at sedjornan at onthemend.org.uk or you can tweet us at @sedjonan and find us on Instagram at @sedjonan.